Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Welcome back, everyone. Good to have you along. And can I just say a huge thank you? We just reached 1,500 downloads of the podcast the other day. So I was really pleased with that. Thank you very much to all of you who regularly tune in. I really appreciate it. I know now that I'm definitely not talking to myself, which is great. (laughs) Thank you for all your questions that come in. Thank you for all of your responses and your comments. I really do appreciate that. We're continuing today on our Christmas theme, and I really wanted to address the issue of how is it possible to do Christmas on a shoestring budget? The reason for my um, topic, if you like, today is really the comments that I'm hearing around the place about Christmas. So many people have suffered financially this year, and um Really, Christmas, even though they're wanting to have a lovely time with their family and friends, they are feeling like things are a little bit tight. So I thought this was a good year to actually talk about having Christmas on a shoestring. And I thought I would address it from three different angles. So from the gifts, from the meal and from the activities, because it can be any one of those three that could blow out anybody's budget and sometimes all three together is just a massive explosion. So hopefully I'll be able to give you some good ideas today to help you get thinking. They might not be the exact idea for you, but it might help you to put your thinking cap on and to come up with your own great ideas. I think the first thing to remember, and I alluded to this last year, is just be really open and honest with your family if you are struggling. Get that out into the air because, you know, really your family and friends should be caring very much about your um, well-being and it should not be a year where too much pressure is placed on you. So let's get started with the gifts. Lots of people think about gifts as being the most expensive part of the Christmas budget, and it certainly can be. You know, it seems to me like um, adding up uh, who do we buy for and all of that, it can get, the, the list can get bigger and bigger. We think of the school teachers, we think of the gardener, we think of the, you know, the person helping us with this, that and the other, and then family and friends on top. And we can't, we can't miss out the little old lady on the corner of the street, you know, that type of thing. So the list gets longer and longer. And depending on whether you're, you are, you're, you wear your heart on your sleeve and you you care very deeply about other people or whether you just want to keep it to family, sometimes it does feel like this budget is getting out of control. 
Look, many times I talk about actually, I think last year I spoke about making your own gifts. And I think at the time I was in the middle of making Christmas cushions and I was just shocked how cheap that was. Cushions are an amazing gift because they're so expensive to buy, but I'm not going to go down that track again. I just popped it in for the people that didn't listen last year to my ramblings on about Christmas. But there are other things that you can do. If you are handy at all with a sewing machine, and some sewing, then even making shopping bags, that type of thing. Everybody will use them. People are needing more of these things because plastic bags are costing money at the checkout. So that's a great gift. But I also found a really good idea the other day on the internet. I came across a movie night gift pack that you can put together. And what a great idea. So you could actually invite a family over to your place. Let's say you want to get that family a gift, but instead of getting all individual gifts or gifts for each of the children, you could put together a pack, which is is in a popcorn box, uh, not, not a used popcorn box, but you can actually pick up these plastic popcorn containers with the word popcorn on it from some of the cheap shops. And inside it, you put some soft drinks, some popping corn that you can personally pop yourself um, some chocolate, some chips, um, you know, things like that, and just wrap it all up. And then an invitation stuck to it, you are invited to a movie night on such and such a day. And you could just set up your family room or your lounge room to watch a movie all together. And you've got your goodies there. Obviously, you can provide more goodies if you want down the track. But you know, for $10, that's a really very, very reasonable and doable gift for a whole family that you want to get together. To make it great fun, you could even do several of those and invite several families, just depending on how much room you've got. Or if you are lucky enough to have one of these projectors, you could even have a drive-in movie. Not necessarily with your cars in the backyard, but you know, you could all sit in the backyard and on a white sheet on the wall, um, project the movie. So anyway, that's something to think about. Lots of good fun and quite a reasonable gift. Another one would be, you know, and I'm thinking families or kids, you know, children now get so many toys, don't they? And it's not always necessary. But even a board game, I think that that's a really good gift for a family. And then you can include the whole family rather than just one child. Um, But definitely making gifts seems to be the cheapest way out. I did see another idea on maybe buying a wooden ornament and then decorating them. So spending some time together decorating them. Put your name, your age or the year on the back and and every year and then you seal them so you protect them. But then every year you check out the gifts that you made and it brings back some memories. So along with that, it brings back memories. Um, So that's just a few ideas for you there. When it comes to things like activities, now this is a big thing because lots of times we forget the expense associated with going out. We're just going to a barbecue at the Jones's house, bring a plate. So we we take something, don't we? Either make a big platter or we take some drinks or whatever, and it does cost. But, um, you know, some activities I think are some of the best activities are when you develop your own traditions. Uh, Quite a few years ago now, we started a tradition where we make a gingerbread house together. 
as a family. And so all the girls of usually the guys are not that bothered about it, but sometimes we have a guy who's interested. Um, but most of the guys either sit around chatting or they might be out in the backyard playing cricket or they might be sleeping or whatever. And the girls and the kids are all around the table decorating a gingerbread house. That is lots of fun. What normally happens is I will try and make the gingerbread house ahead of time, uh, hopefully glue it together, not glue, of course, using icing or uh, toffee. Um, and then it just be ready for the when the girls come around, the kids come around. And then usually everybody brings some lollies to stick on the gingerbread house. So really the only cost involved with all of that is a bag of lollies and me making the gingerbread house. You can take it in turns on doing that. This year, I think we're actually all going somewhere else to make a gingerbread house. So we're going to do um, ginger decorations for the Christmas tree. Again, we're just all getting together for something to do. But that's a really nice tradition. And we've always really uh, enjoyed that, had a great time. Also, things like taking time one specific night where you hop in the car, even in convoy, and you go and find the best streets with the best Christmas lights. Can even have some chips on the way home, make it a big deal. None of these things really cost very much, and the kids enjoy it because it just builds the excitement of Christmas. Another thing that you can do is I've asked around a little bit. Some people have traditions in their families of watching a particular holiday movie every single year, same one every year. It's quite funny, some of the ones I've heard about. National Lampoon's Vacations, one, um, Home Alone is another. You know, things like that. Everybody watches the same movie every year and they sit down and they, they're they still laughing about, you know, this same movie over and over again, but it's become a real tradition. Again, a cheap time together. Um, so starting your own tradition is certainly a good way of going. And, you know, even having games nights. So invite your family and friends around for games nights. That's always a lot of fun. We've actually found that certain members of our family love playing games, whilst the other half may not. So they can watch a movie while a group of you play a game. That can be lots of fun. Quite noisy, but lots of fun. But again, you could do an annual thing. So it's something that you really enjoy doing together. When it comes to things like Christmas cards, I didn't quite know where that fitted in, whether it fitted in with gifts or activities, but Christmas cards are becoming increasingly expensive to send away. I always try, and uh, because I don't see my family in England, I try and send a fairly decent Christmas card to them uh, every year so that I spend a bit more on it and it's a bit bigger than the average Christmas card because I can't get them a gift and I can't be with them. But this year I actually went to post a card and I was absolutely shocked at the price of it because it was a little bit bigger than normal, not a standard size. It was going to cost me $15 to send that card and I cannot justify that. So I was thinking, well, I can go back to the normal size. Is that fine? That's fine. But you know, there's some really good um, companies out there that you can create great e-cards with. There's some funny ones. Uh, if you're a follower of Coach Chris, you'll probably get a very funny Christmas card this year in your inbox. So look out for that one. But there's some really great programs out there where you can just pay an annual fee and send all your cards through a particular medium. And they're great. And, and you know, people really love to open up these usually 
um, cards associated with some music or something funny or something playing out on the um, on the cards. So they're actually very much moving cards. So maybe consider that for your Christmas cards this year instead of spending a lot on postage. So last but not least, what about saving money on your groceries surrounding Christmas? Again, the Christmas eating budget can be quite high, especially if it's your turn to have everybody around to your place. Now, the best idea, of course, is to start early, buy things when they're on special, add a little bit extra to your trolley every single week when you do your shopping and put things in the freezer or the pantry until you need them. But we don't always think ahead, do we? So, you know, things like um, flybys, you know, they are a great way of saving. If you shop at the, all of the stores that Flybys is associated with, then at the end of a year, you've usually accumulated quite a few points on that card. It may be the same with the uh, rewards programs and different stores, but I know Flybys, this is definitely true because I use them. So I make a phone call to Flybys every in December or November of every year, find out how many points I've got and convert them to Flyby dollars. And what happens is when you visit the checkout and you come to buy your Christmas groceries, you can say, I'd like to pay with pay for those with my Flyby dollars. And you hand over your Flybys card and all you do to spend them is just pin in your pin which you'll organize with the person on the phone when you do organize your flyby dollars. So that's a great way of doing your spending for your Christmas groceries without actually paying a penny. That's very, very good. Of course, another thing would be to shop all the specials. There are some great specials around at the moment. Um, Another thing is the Christmas goodies. Sometimes we'll buy packets of this and uh, chocolate and stuff like that because just in case people pop in mince pies and Christmas puddings and Christmas cakes, just so that we can offer people when they come through our front door to wish them Merry Christmas. You know, if you make your own goodies, you will save a lot of money. I know we don't have much time. We're all very, very busy. But things like Rocky Road is so quick and easy to make and everybody loves it. You can have that ready. You can make a whole batch of it and just keep pulling that out. Um, Or just take one Saturday and do a great big cook off and uh, just make everything that you need. Freeze what you're not using. Things like I make those Christmas puddings. Um, So you just get a cheap version of a Christmas pudding and then you crumble that up and add some melted chocolate to it and then roll it up into little balls. You can add some liqueur to it. Most of my family don't like that. So I just roll that up. It sets nice and hard in the fridge because it's got the chocolate in it that's now hardened and pour over melted white chocolate so it's dribbling down the sides. And then I cut up the little green and red snakes to put like a piece of holly on the top. I don't do anything really special. It's just two tiny pieces. Looks cute. Um, Anyway, I'm making my mouth water thinking of that now, but they're delicious and they do not cost very much at all when you make a massive batch of them. So things like that really do make a difference. I think it's a good idea also to, when you're having a meal at your house, invite people to bring something. They really don't mind. They're they're getting together with you and I'm sure that they understand that Christmas can be quite expensive. So if people offer, make sure you ask them to bring something and be specific if you've got a certain theme going on for your meal. 
And last but not least, I'm re- I've said that before, I know I'm repeating myself, sorry, but I was thinking about the decorations recently. You know, when you look online, YouTube, Pinterest, all of those, some of these um, table settings and houses are decorated to the max. Look, you do not have to go into debt to do this. What I would strongly suggest is that if you do want to decorate your house for Christmas, do it within your budget and add to it each year. So whatever you do, take care of the things that you buy for your decorations, pack them away nicely, and they'll be just as nice the next year. I have known people throw them out every year and buy new every year. That is such a waste of money. Don't do that. Don't fall into that trap. Save the things, take care of them, and you can always add a few nice bits every year. But remember, there's things around the place that you can use. So go shopping around your house and I'm quite sure you can make something look Christmassy. In my neighborhood, I've got this beautiful tree not very far away from me that has that um, silver gum on it. And it's a beautiful colored leaf. And I try and decorate my table in the similar theme to my family dining room, which is duck egg blue and... um, It's like a bronzy coloured bauble. I usually put some of those on. But with this um, ghost, uh, with this silver gum, it looks really great in the middle of the table. So I just go and chop that down from my local area, put that in the middle, a few candles and some of these um, uh, baubles in the middle. And it looks absolutely beautiful. So there's no need to spend a lot on these things, buying heaps of garlands and stuff like that. See what you've got around the place. You may, you know, bottle brushes are out at the moment and red works great with green for Christmas. They're actual Christmas colours. So go and do some research and I'm sure you can find things. And, you know, online you can get some good ideas for doing things cheaper than normal. So I hope I've given you some good ideas there. I hope you're enjoying getting ready for Christmas and you're not finding it too stressful, hoping that you're getting into the Christmas spirit of things. So until next time, enjoy your preparations. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you do have any questions um, or any comments, please feel free to send me an email at podcast at coachchris.com.au and I'd love to be able to answer your questions on the podcast. Mm-hmm.